0: Hey, this is the American Wolf, Davey Richards, and you're listening to Mixed Tag. Let the hunt begin.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Mixed Tag. It's your man, the cowboy, Jared Watson. I am back, y'all. That is not how the cowboy rides away. I am here to stay. I'm alongside, of course, my partner in crime, the Wrestling Encyclopedia, and three-time, three-time, three-time Indian leg wrestling champion, Mr. Keith White. Keith, do we have to be very, very quiet today?
0: Yes, we do, because I'm literally in a closet in the library.
1: Yes, as as our tagging, some of them I know. You are a teacher at a school uh, here in Delaware and uh yeah you're in a little bit of an office tight office closet area
0: it's what you got to do sometimes to record another episode of mixed tag for the tag gang i do what i can jared
1: that's right you're very flexible and i appreciate that and i know our listeners appreciate it as well um but let's just get straight into this episode because um i wasn't here last week of course when the big news came out that cody rhodes was leaving aew along with brandy rhodes Um, and I'm very opinionated on Cody Rhodes to say the least um, and Keith thank you for holding down the fort last week um, it was an awesome episode I got to listen to it y'all uh, and, and you and, and Dr. Philip Reese from History's What If nailed it I mean you, you nailed it right on the head it was an awesome episode go listen to it tag if you haven't already but I decided since I'm back this week I wanted to write a letter to Cody Rhodes. Keith This is like my own version of Insight with Keith White. I'm bringing it back, but let's get into it. Are you ready?
0: I'm ready. I want to hear what, I've been literally waiting since the day the news came out for your thoughts. So let me hear it.
1: All right. So tagging, this is something I wrote last night on little sleep, but I tried to pour my heart out into it. Hopefully it turned out well. Here we go. Dear Cody, to be perfectly honest, You weren't the guy I thought you would be. You weren't the guy that I thought would bring me back into professional wrestling. One that would lead a revolution. One that would change the landscape as we knew it. The one that would smash the throne in rebellion. But you were. And I followed you. I trusted the things you visioned. I believed in what you wanted to represent. I thought this was the start of what was going to be a long future of success and refined hope. That the sport I loved as a kid wasn't completely dead. And thankfully, you fulfilled your vision, your idea, your promise to us fans when you created All Elite Wrestling. You helped create a company that was truly changing the way fans viewed sports entertainment. Because you didn't see it as such. You saw it as something that lived, faded away, and was reborn thanks to a royal family. That being professional wrestling. You were viewed as a hero to many, including myself. You fought hard and put your heart and soul into every moment, so much so that I defended you immensely, even on my own show. You even took yourself out of the main event title scene. Likewise, you elevated a new title that would become a staple in the business by promoting the next generation of talent, trying to get their one opportunity. You were the hero that I thought you were, but things began to change. You started to become the very thing you hated. TV deals, reality shows, putting yourself in the place of those you shared the locker room with and laced your boots next to. You tried to play the victim card when you said you were, that you were responsible for something that was a collaborative effort. You said you broke down the door. Would a true and valiant leader of a revolution brag of such things? Fans started to realize it and booed the very mention of your name. They noticed the change in harsh reality that had come over you, and instead of capitalizing on the opportunity of bettering the company by adjusting your on-screen persona, you didn't. Because you didn't want to. You didn't want to do what's best for business. You did what Cody wanted to do. Cody wasn't a heel. He was a savior of the masses. Your killer promos were all a show. They were a fallacy. You didn't mean them. You gave us what we wanted to hear, not what we needed to hear from our leader, our hero. News broke that you were not re-signing with the very company you helped build the foundation for. You went from George Washington to Benedict Arnold. You went from leading the revolution to joining the very people you once tried to take down. And I'm still trying to figure out exactly why. But you do you, Cody. It's what you've always really wanted to do all along. Go for the paycheck that only Vinnie Mac can provide and the promises he so often lives up to. You want to be on the grandest stage of them all, where the lights shine brightest? Fine. Leave your family to go to Saudi Arabia two to three times a year. Enjoy your quote-unquote main event status. Because in six months' time, you'll have been on your back acknowledging a tribal chief, visiting Suplex City and not knowing the escape, and who knows? Maybe you'll be someone we can't even see when it's all said and done. But, if this is the way you want to be remembered, then we will remember you as such. The guy who thought he had the ability to lead a revolution in wrestling, but realized he was nothing more but an American nightmare.
0: Jared Watson. Whew.
1: Yeah, that was a... That was all my heart right there, Cody.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you left nothing on the table. Uh you bared your soul, kinda like when a couple is in therapy and they're heading for divorce. Mm-hmm. You pretty much went there. Um Yeah, I mean, dang. Okay. So wow.
1: It's a lot to think about. Yeah. Because I and you know, this very well i defended cody i with all my heart i put him on my back and i didn't let go especially when people were saying all those negative things including cam manning including debaters around the world on the wrestling twitter universe and everything like that and i kept him in my heart this whole time thinking because yes he brought me back into professional wrestling literally he pulled me back in
0: say it ain't so co say it ain't so
1: say it ain't so and uh we'll see what happens from here because um apparently the miz's new tag team partner for wrestlemania is logan paul and not cody rhodes so we'll see how cody fits in if he'll be there for mania or not but that was my letter to cody cody rhodes um as wwe would say i wish him all the best in his future endeavors Because we have a show to keep running on AEW. We got to keep this thing going, and we have the talent to do so. And he's just one guy that's not on the payroll anymore that we don't have to worry about. All right. Jared, what? (laughs) You never thought I'd say that, right? That was something you never thought I'd do.
0: You didn't burn the bridge. You scorched the earth. I love it.
1: (laughs) That's a good way to put it, Keith. That's a good way to put it. All right, we got to get back into focus now. That was my letter to Cody Rhodes. Thank you all for listening. Um, we have a big event coming up, Keith, on February 26th. And that is a Saturday night, February 26th, at the Grady Cole Center in Charlotte, North Carolina. And that is MLW Super Fight 2022. Keith, I know you're excited about this because MLW is your company that you put on your back, just like I do AEW. And you've got me back in it as well. We have some big matches on this card, Keith, including the main event of Alexander Hammerstone taking on Davey Richards, the guy we had on our show, the American Bulls, for the MLW World Heavyweight Championship. Keith, we are super excited for this, and I know you are.
0: So my big thing for this, right, first of all, I was hoping and praying it was going to be in Philly because, you know, it's been in Philly before. Uh. What a, what a main event. That main event was announced right after we had David Richards on the program here. Um, that's a, a marquee matchup. But there's a wrinkle involved now. You heard me talk about it last week. Uh, ever, since, ever since a year and a half ago, I think, I have predicted the trajectory of Alexander Hammerstone's career. I predicted that he was going to beat Two for the world title. And then I predicted that Richard holiday was going to turn on him and they would have a feud. What's interesting is that turn came before the Davey Richards match. So Jared, what I want to know is what are the possibilities that holiday interjects himself in this match and causes Hammerstone to lose?
1: That's, that's something I definitely thought about. Um, and that's a good point you brought up because, um, the reason Davey Richards is facing Hammerstone in the first place is because he won the Opera Cup. He, now he's the number one contender. It's like their version, I guess, of Money in the Bank or something like that. Um, yeah, so he's facing Hammerstone. I think it would be great if Holiday interferes somehow because we get to see two things that would be super good for MLW. The first being an actual Hammerstone and, and Richard Holiday rivalry that can last a long time and and can have many matches of um and that would only help build the storyline with him costing hammerstone his world championship but we would also have the freaking american wolf davy richard as the world champion like it, it's two things that we both want to see so i'm hoping you're right in that case
0: and, and that's exactly the the outcome that i want um and one of the reasons is because i feel like hammerstone has had kind of like a hangman adam page situation going on where he. I think that he was more effective and popular chasing the title than actually winning it. That's not a knock on either guy. It happens to every single uh, competitor at some point when they win the title. Some guys, especially like your baby faces, are just better in pursuit than they are when they win it, which is why some guys have this, the shorter title reigns. By the mm-hmm. way, ready for some a real uh, compliment? Stone yeah, Cold ahead. Steve Austin. Was not a long-term title holder of the WWF Championship when yes. he won. When he won it, he was more effective and more popular. I mean, he was always popular, but he was just more effective chasing the title than when he actually had it. Um, you could go back to Sting in WCW. Um, you know, there's plenty of guys out there that you can say, "Oh yeah, they were they're better technically when they were just going for it." Uh, I think both those guys have that going on. And I love Hammer, but I do. I would love to see David Richards win the title, uh, because he's so legitimate, um, and he's also well traveled. And I think MLW is going in a situation where you know you have MLW Azteca, and uh, you know you have different programs now where they are really starting to corner and and cater to uh, the Latino market and and more of the world showcase of wrestling talent. So to me. I think that David Richards fits the bill as the world champion in that sense where he can have awesome matches with luchadors and he can have awesome matches with strong style Japanese opponents. I feel like he fits that mold better. That's my take on it.
1: Yeah. And and just to think, Keith, when we started watching MLW, what was it? Like two years ago now, right around when the pandemic kind of started back. The roster of MLW has just gotten so much better. In that short amount of time. I mean, we have Fatu, we have Hammerstone, we got Davey Richards, we got Killer Cross coming in, Keith. Killer Cross. I am that's the match I'm excited about. He will be facing King Muertes in the singles match in his debut for MLW. But we have Richard Holiday. We have Alex Shelley, who will be facing Holiday in this pay-per-view. Like the, the stars, Myron Reed, TJP, our guy, uh, Danny Limelight and Slice Boogie as the tag champs. It's just so much better quality of a roster and i like 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 you said keith i like how they're infusing the lucha libre style in that and they're going to mexico and they're having these events it's awesome it's great to see that they're going kind of all in on this
0: they had Tajiri defend the middleweight title in japan how cool is yes, that yes
1: that's awesome and they're bringing back some old uh favorites gangrel will be in this show the match card writer for this show is Ricky, the dragon steamboat. Like it's, it's really insane. Um, another thing I want to go really quickly over, um, is our guy, another friend of the show, Alex Kane will be defending that MLW national open weight championship in a four way match against another one of your favorites, Keith, ACH, Calvin Tankman and Matt cross. That's going to be an interesting match as well.
0: It's a lot of different styles. And, um, and as, like you said, it's going to be interesting to see how they all put it together, um, but they have they have put the rocket ship to Alex Kane immediately when he came into the company. He had like a debut match, and then all of a sudden, boom! Here's your open weight title, which is, by the way was only held before by Alexander Hammerstone, who is now the world champion. So, I mean, that's it's a big, big deal to put it on somebody that quick.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, just to fill out the rest of the card for you. I'm going to go over the the title matches because they're the most important. Um, We're going to have Myron Reed, who is the current MLW World Middleweight Champion. He's going to defend his title against TJP at this event. And then you also have the Tag Team Championship match where the champs uh, 51-50, which is, of course, Danny Limelight, Danny Rivera, whatever whatever you want to call him, and Slice Boogie. uh, And they're going to be taking on EJ, Naduka, and King Mo. Uh, So that would be awesome. And another big match on this card Jacob Fatu versus Mads Kruger in a stairway to hell match. That's going to be big.
0: And I'm excited for that match, but I also want that to be the end, the blow off, get like get rid yes. of that feud, get rid of Contra. Um, Contra was cool, but honestly, if we're being super, super honest, Contra was only cool because of Fatu. Yes. Like the, that's the only reason. I, the only reason I watched was because of Fatu. So end this, break up Contra, move on. I want to see Fatu do other things. I have other feuds, um, 5150, by the way, came out for the first time as LAX with Conan. So like, like that's another heritage situation. Got slice boogie. Who's up and coming. We got Daniel Lamlight, the radioactive poppy. Uh, they're a cool tag team and they've been running roughshod. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and of course, man, that middleweight division, that middleweight division is sick. It's, it's the, it's the new WCW cruiserweight division in a way, uh, you know, you don't have to be upset or, you know, say, oh, you can't have divisions like that. Well, they do in boxing, they do in other combat sports. And it doesn't mean that you can't eventually go somewhere else. Jordan Oliver said he was moving up to heavyweight, you know, um, it's not a big deal, but what it does is it just gives you another title to showcase a certain style of wrestling.
1: Yep. And definitely. And if this is the end between Fatu and Matt Kruger and the Cole Contra thing, I'd love to have Fatou back in that world title picture, if especially if Davey Richards wins and becomes the new world champion, can you imagine that main event? Oh, can you man. imagine
0: Dave D- Richards just trying to like, you know, like leg kick Fatu <laughs> into submission?
1: Yes, uh, I can see it now. Great, exciting things happening with MLW. If you are not familiar with MLW Major League Wrestling, please get yourself into it. A lot of matches, a lot of stars coming in this company. And again, Super Fight will be February 26th, this coming Saturday in Charlotte, North Carolina at the Grady Cole Center. It is a television taping for MLW Fusion. So you don't want to miss that. Keith, we're going to call it a day, call it an episode here. We could we could talk about this for hours, but uh, we do have to go here on the program. Tat Gang, if you like what you heard today, please feel free to share this episode on any social media platform you have. And follow us on ours, Facebook and Twitter. We are all the time active on Twitter, especially Keith when he's not teaching and dealing with baby wrestlers. Yes, that's right. Nate will become the next Indian leg wrestling champion. He's already saying, if you smell what Nate's diaper is cooking. But anyway, tagging, thank you again for listening. And again, email us at mixtagshow at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, concerns about our show. All right, from the Wrestling Encyclopedia, And the three time Indian leg wrestling champion, Mr. Keith White. I'm the Cowboy Jared Watson. So good to be back. We are.